Let's do it. <laughs> okay, you go lay down. I'm trying to be a parent, but I gotta run an errand. I promise when I'm back, I'ma feed my kid a carrot. Damn, this stuff is tough, man. I thought it was inherent. I'm trying to be a parent. I'm trying to be a parent. Sometimes you gotta drink, cause that shit can be kind of stressful. Sometimes you hit the blunt, cause that green will help you rest, yo. You know your ass be slacking when you gotta look up things on YouTube. Like, bro, how you wipe your baby boo boo? Now, welcome to the podcast. Trying to parent and make moms laugh. Who you know got it like the king's family. Amanda and Sean, it's the name G. Yeah. Now welcome to the podcast. Trying to parent and make pops laugh. Who you know got it like the king's family. Amanda and Sean, it's the name G. Yeah. Whoop whoop. It is episode 50. 50. Celebratory cerveza. I don't know if that smells good. I don't know if this is a cerveza. This is a Stiegel Schlossburger from uh, (laughs) Austria. Oh, wait. Holy fuck. We had this brand when we were out there. We weren't in Austria, but we were close to Austria. And I definitely had this brand. I'm not sure if this is. We stopped in Vienna. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I grabbed one of these there. Um, I definitely remember this brand. It's Hard Radler Cherry. I don't know if this is supposed to be beer or not. Drinkable? That'll do. That'll do. Okay. Well, welcome back, folks. This is a Trying to Parent podcast. This is episode number 50. A big one all around for us. I mean, um, we got a lot lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. I know there was a shorter episode last week. Ah, maybe it was shorter. I don't really recall. Yeah, we skipped, we skipped some things, though. Yeah. But uh, Got a lot of stuff to talk about yeah. now. <laughs> It's been a pretty solid and exciting week. Um, <laughs> let's see. Where shall we start? You want to start with Monday? Wait. Let's start with Ellie going okay. back home. Yes. <laughs> Nina, would you like to say anything about that? <laughs> no? You're going to sleep? Okay. So, the dog we were watching, Ellie, the lovely bulldog, mm-hmm. um, she went home, which we're not sad about. She was a super nice dog and everything, but boy, oh boy, does she make a lot of unnecessary noises. I I know we talked about this last week. (laughs) And I can finally like really scrub the floors, get the little poopy stains off, random butt um, marks. She doesn't do as well cleaning her butt or whatever. Well, I'm supposed to clean her butt, but I don't know how, so. Yeah. She doesn't have that pinch to cut it off, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, just different. <laughs> However, the dog Nina's works. butt works different, I guess. It's better. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so just it's just more quiet around here now, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. Less noises. I didn't even play rain sounds last night when we went to sleep. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, we play rain sounds every night when we sleep. <clears throat> I didn't realize you didn't play them last night. Normally now, we're playing them out to drown out all the noises she makes. <laughs> yeah, I had to turn it up. Loud, because they were they were like, um, you know, she doesn't sleep in our room, so don't feel bad if she doesn't sleep in your room. Obviously, she slept feel, in our room because I, feel I would bad. feel Come like on. such an asshole. Like, hey, let me, I wouldn't want me to send Nina over there and Nina be left out like yeah. in a house that she doesn't know like all night. So, I was like, of course she's gonna sleep in the room with us. I just don't want to hear. Her. So <laughs> I turned my rain sounds up like so loud all the way up. And now that she's gone, I'm like. Now it's so it's quiet. Just quiet around here. 
Nina, I don't know if you miss or do you. The the random barking where you would just she would just bark and Nina's like, Oh my god, what the hell? So But I bet it was nice to have a little friend. Home. Yeah, for sure. God, Nina, your claws are so long. I know. Um Talents. in football news, Oregon whooped ASU's AS wasn't even close. And you're gonna get a little sports from this show if you're not aware of that already. We're big sports fans. Um, the Cardinals just lost to the Texans, which is you know the Texans are doing pretty well this year. So well, now they're six and like six and four, four. or something. Mm-hmm. So they're they're doing pretty well. Um, let's see what else as far as nothing too big sports happen. Um, it is the season. To be jolly. Well, it's getting there. <laughs> we put up Christmas decorations, I guess you could say. Yeah, the few things. Actually, we've had a pretty decent amount from the Saints yeah. with us. It feels a lot more like Christmas here than it did like Halloween because we didn't really have any Halloween yeah, stuff. We definitely we have. I mean, it's November 19th. We finally put up decorations. I feel like that's more than fair, if not late. Mm-hmm. We don't have like a tree tree. We have like a white birch like Costco tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm, it's just easier. Once we have our son, we'll obviously get a tree because there's traditions that need to be with upheld. But like we had the pickle growing up. But you had a pickle? We had the pickle. What's that? The pickle ornament. I don't um, know what that is. So, yeah, who, my mom would like hide the pickle essentially, and whoever found. I'm pretty sure whoever found the pickle on the tree on the tree as the ornament got to open a present like a day early or something. Hmm. But it was like a pickle ornament. Maybe we'll get a pickle Rick and we'll put it on there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That'll be my thing. <laughs> we'll just yell out Rick and Morty <laughs> chance. He'll be like, I don't understand what you're saying. The kid's like, what the hell get is Get you after you. <laughs> so just like Amanda said, apparently Thanksgiving is coming up. It's like this Thursday. Yeah. Which is... Uh, I know a big deal for a lot of people in the States, not saying that's not a big deal for us. It's usually a family time and everything, but living out here, we won't be doing that. So we're just going to be hanging out with some friends. Yep. We just found out they're making lasagna. So yeah, lasagna. My mom Doesn't your mom make lasagna? <laughs> she makes lasagna on Christmas Eve. So text her and be like, hey. That better be good fucking lasagna. My mom makes lasagna. So She's Italian. I'm sure it's good. <laughs> I know Daniel likes lasagna. So, yeah, it's probably pretty good because they've talked about him liking lasagna and not getting great lasagna yeah. certain places. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Nina needs to get her teeth cleaned and her claws shaved way down. Way down. Her front This bitch ones. looks like fucking <laughs> Freddy, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> she looks Edward's like Edward Scissorhands over here. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's not good. So. No, but we've been trying to brush her. I don't know what's, what's up with her mouth. We got our teeth cleaned the last two years in a row, so I don't know why her gums are so bad right now, but they're fucking bad. What if um, it was a toothpaste we were using, which is dog toothpaste? I mean, of course. It's enzymatic, so it should help. should help, but what if it was that? I mean, that would be unfortunate. No, oh, because they were, they were fucked up before that, because that's why I bought it. You hear her talking about your gums like that, needing your teeth? She's fucked up. But... I was really surprised, so I reached out to the vet, and they obviously have to do, like, a blood panel um, to find out, because she's 10 years old, to find out if she's healthy enough to even go under. Oh, it is, and I know, well, lady, same, same. Um, 
So it could be anywhere between like $140 to $200, depending on how extensive a blood work they want to do on her. So it, I know I paid like, the first time in Washington was like 214 and then it was like, I think three yeah more 50, expensive and i was like well, i just got this done like last year what do you mean and like They're the like, price i think it was maybe it was like 400 bucks inflation it was it was, in, it was august as we were like wrapping up things to before moving and uh so here it'll be around 150 i mean i it's thought anything it was like our cheaper dental visit here for some reason but if it's anything like so. our dental visit i'm expecting them to be very gentle with her. So yeah. And then it just makes me good. so sad. Like she hates that vet because it has a little fucking chirpy alarm yeah. thing. So. Yeah, it's not like we can bad. give her little thingies to calm her down before because. Yeah, they'll probably fuck with anesthesia. So. Yeah. Okay. So that's happening. Going to have some fresh breath, Nina, hopefully, and shorter nails. Yeah. Um, I haven't noticed your breath stinking that bad lately anyways, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we'll hope for... Uh, some nice clean teeth. Uh, we accepted an offer on our land. So that's good. It only sat on the market since last July and it is now November of the following year. Yeah, not great timing, but let's think about the positive thing. First of all, I honestly that, was that person got a great piece of fucking land i'm a little sad to sell it to be honest yeah it is <laughs> it is sad because it's an awesome piece of land we would definitely like to build a house there but that's just not going to be happening um first of all none of our family lives in texas i have an aunt in texas but i'm not like super close with her yeah know. so if we did live somewhere you it's know, just a central port it would be split between our family and you know my family and her family. So that would be ideal. But again, we wouldn't do it for a while and just don't want to sit here paying property tax on it and stuff. Cause yeah, it's like 2000 a year. Property tax ain't cheap on that son of a mother. <laughs> so, um, we essentially accepted an offer. Like we said, so we'll get some money from that. We're going to be taking, we're taking a loss, but not a lot, a little, little bit of a loss. A couple grand. Yeah. Which, you know, sucks again, but we could either sit on it, and have nothing happen. It's like the only lot in the neighborhood that's not built on. And there's million dollar homes in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. which is For Texas, crazy. that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, these people are going to steal. It's 2.1 acres. acres. It's got trees all over it. Beautiful, beautiful piece of land. Nice. But just not for where we're at in our lives right now. Yeah. But we're going to take about 100K of that. We're going to toss it into an annuity. I'm going to talk more about this stuff because... I think a lot of people maybe don't quite listen to us because we're not wealthy, but we're doing some good things and I don't want you guys to miss out. Yeah. Mm. So we're taking a hundred K of that, tossing into annuity, then taking about 20 with that and an additional 20 and starting essentially our own bank and, uh, which is a dividend paying participating whole life policy. Um, then I'll turn around, take 20 of that out, pay off my student loans with, um, while we continue to get continuous compounding interest off of that. Yep. So really quick, I wrote something up here. I'm going to read this because I want people to know, like, ideally we would like as much of our friends, I'm going to burp, <coughs> excuse me. We'd like as much of our friends and family to be, uh, you know, well off 
as possible because traveling with Amanda and our children later in life will be fantastic, but doing things like that with friends. Yeah, and just having the ability to share those moments and experiences with them who, you know, maybe wouldn't go on their own, but if we can be like, hey, let's fucking go, like, okay, because we have a tendency to rub off on people like that. (laughs) Yeah. So I wrote a little something here. Um, I know people don't want to take advice from people who aren't pretty wealthy, like I said, and right now um, we're not pretty wealthy, but... (laughs) We're on our way, but, um, you know, we want to help as many of our friends and family as possible, just like I said. So if you guys end up waiting 10 years to listen to our advice and implement some of the things that we're doing, you'll literally have lost more than 10 years of time when it comes to the power of continuous compounding interest. And that's a lot of the things that we're taking advantage of. So... I'll tell you what we've done, and then if you listen to this, all four of you, you can decide, is this something that I want to learn more about and also do? So we currently have, both of us have universal life pol- index universal life policies, which will provide us with constant tax-free income for life when we decide to start taking that. That's specifically for retirement, that we kind of set that off to the side. So. That takes place of 401ks, IRAs, stuff like that. And death benefit for me. Death benefit to make sure that we're taking care of each other. Mm -hmm. We have one, about to be two fixed annuities with about $160,000 in place. Those are a one-time lump sum dump-in. We rolled Amanda's old 401k into one of those things. Um, Actually, it was a Roth 401k, taking a little little taxes on the front end so we can be tax-free on the back end. But that's just a one-time lump sum dump in. Um, The money is going to gain a generous amount of interest. Uh, It does not have the ability to lose. You have that zero floor there as well. And come our 40s, we'll have money, late 40s, we'll have money that we can start pulling out of that thing and start living off of. Um, One is set away strictly for also retirement. Maybe that'll be a little earlier retirement, Mm -hmm. but we'll be starting a couple of those, at least one more of those. Um, We also have, or we'll have here, as soon as we sell the land, dividend paying whole life policy, which we'll use to run all of our money through. Yep, the Um, be your own bank, infinite banking concept. Yep, so we can run our lives. So essentially, like Amanda said, this is our own bank. So the money we make is funneled into this policy, we get almost instant access to that money to use to pay our bills, pay other things, pay whatever it is that we want to use. This has guaranteed growth plus annual dividends. So we know, like we know for certain, this is what this is gonna grow like over the years. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. We know it's, it's growing. Fixed, yeah, like, it's a fixed thing yeah. plus dividends. So you know you're at least getting this and it's going to be potentially better. And we're dealing with companies that have paid dividends over the last hundred plus years out of three different companies they use. There's been one missed dividend one time out of the three companies. So we're talking about a 99% certainty that this is going to happen. And that's through, again, the last hundred years. So we're talking about the Great Depression, the Great Depression, <laughs> World War One, World War Two, all of these things. So 
the best way to grow money is not to lose money. So, um, yeah, Warren Buffett. <laughs> uh, let's see here. All of those things will end up paying us tax-free income, um, essentially for the rest of our lives, and also help us leave a massive death benefit to our children. Of course, we'll set these type of things up for our children as well. Um, you know, once we have our son and whoever we have next, uh, because this is what the wealthy people do. Like, I'm telling you guys, start doing the same things that wealthy people are doing. And sure, it may take you a while, but it's not always about us. It's about what we're going to leave behind, the legacy. Joked with Amanda, like, they'll be building. I'm not going to say they have to build a statue at their places, but every one of there our... There will be a shrine. Yeah. <laughs> there will be a shrine because we will have basically freed our family for generations to come. And over everybody's fireplace, there'll be a great, very flattering picture of both Amanda and myself that they can just... A nice oil painting. Pay thanks to. <laughs> pay thanks to for basically making sure that they're always going to be taken care of. So, again, I'm not saying that we are wealthy by any means at this moment. What I am saying is the more that we learn about these things, you know, the government and most financial advisors refuse to teach people about these type of things that are allowing people to create wealth and financial freedom for themselves without having to rely on the government or banks to do so. Of course, they don't want you to. Yeah, because this, teach this money that comes from these are protected from the government. Yep. So they're protected from being sued. They're protected from, you know, bankruptcy, bankruptcy, divorce, all of these type of things. Uh, so, you know, what do, what do I say here? We want to help as many of our friends create that for themselves as possible. But we can't do that if you guys aren't willing to listen to us. And again, it's in a hard spot because it's not like you're listening to people who make a million dollars millions of dollars a year but if you don't time's ticking We're so on our way yeah we know <clears throat> we're gonna be we're good. Like, our, yeah retirement's gonna start late 40s <laughs> we're, we're, we're good but we want to help as many of you guys as possible and we've helped some of you yeah with starting things there's a lot of you that we haven't for those of you that we have we have more to teach you for those of you that we haven't it's time to come learn so um, that's enough that's said about that. It's all about education. We just want to educate you guys, get you the right information so you can make a decision for yourself. We're very close to setting up our own lead generation system with our business. So that should get kicking off here pretty soon, which cut costs, increase business, all those great things. So Amanda's been doing really good at getting a lot of that stuff set up. Thanks. Now let's talk about baby stuff. Baby. Okay. Where to start? Amanda's currently 33 weeks pregnant, which is... Holy shit. Super important. That's your favorite number? Because that's my favorite number. <laughs> yep, have that. That is a big week for us because that's my favorite number. It's very, very big. It's tatted on him. It's his favorite number. Not only is it my favorite number, but we're also at episode 50, which is a big mile marker for us. A lot of good things are happening right now or going. Um, Amanda's feeling good. Uh, any... Anything you want to say about how you're feeling? Uh, yeah, I'm just starting to get a little achy. I get tired walking up the stairs. Me too. But uh, I definitely like 
my shoulders popping apparently. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I just feel so full, but overall I feel pretty good. Um, I, you know, I'm still going to the gym, walking 30 minutes, doing some light weight lifting. Um, I've been trying to clean up my diet, mm-hmm. so... A little bit less sweets, a little bit more protein, yeah. more, you know, these type of things. More eggs, more calcium. Speaking of that, are we getting pizza or should we not? We should okay. have pizza because yeah, it's the last day it. of the deal. So... Football Sunday, yeah, but there's a special deal going on. We can get whatever any pizza, pizza we want. doesn't really matter. $11. <laughs> Domino's. Domino's. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else we ordered. You ordered changing table. Oh yeah. So, That's um, exciting. <clears throat> at first I wasn't, so my mom was like, well, maybe you don't need one. See how much space you have. A lot of people put the changing pad on top of the, uh, dresser, but our dresser is an Amazon dresser, not like a full phone, full blown dresser. So yeah. we need extra changing table. So I actually ordered one from Ikea, Mexico. So, um, I got a real basic one, but it kind of matches the other furniture, baby related in our room so uh that should be delivered on the 24th today's the 19th so got a couple days well it's normal size it's it's not it's not that that big what we need to do i keep forgetting we need to hook up the crib to the outlet to make sure oh yeah make sure the camera works yes and put nina in there and lay her in there (laughs) god no i would never have hair all over (laughs) (laughs) i wonder what the weight limit is that's she's like weighs as much as like a seven year eight year old i don't know yeah that's true <clears throat> that is true. I mean, it's supposed to turn into a little uh, bed no, thing. It turns into a crib. Oh, I don't know the difference. A bassinet. It's in bassinet mode. Goes into the crib mode. Huh. Um, yeah. Anyways, so we. Sh- I'm washing. Doesn't turn into like a day bed. <laughs> no, not this one. Oh, interesting. Unfortunately, okay. just for the babies. Okay. Well, up till two years old, maybe three if they're short. But our kid's not going to be short, so. Might be 60 pounds at two. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's a, the whole trajectory of your nephew. That um, yeah. So I'm uh, washing baby stuff as we record this. As we speak. Mm-hmm. I got my drift or whatever brand of laundry <laughs> detergent that had good reviews. I don't know. Um, yeah. So things are, are moving along. I'm starting to be like. Oh shit! It's coming. Uh, it's, coming. <laughs> it's right around the corner. Um, speaking of that, we went and did our tour of the hospital. Oh yeah, that was yeah fun day. It's called eggshell. <laughs> it's not called eggshell, but it sounds exactly like eggshell. It's I X C H E L eggshell. Eggshell. Hospital eggshell. So that was really cool. I mean, just getting an idea of. It's small. It's you know, it's um, yeah, very it's normal size. No, it's not <laughs> that that big. Uh, <laughs> well played. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll let I'll let you talk about it because that's a little bit more for you. Oh yeah. Um, they so it, the hospital is basically it's a maternity focused hospital. There's other like divisions off to the side. I think one of them's like orthopedic surgeon or I don't I don't know but that's like kind of its own suite so the basic hospital though like they're like okay you're gonna check in here you're gonna go into this room this is where the doctor is gonna see how dilated you are if you're dilated enough to go straight to the labor room that's the walk around the corner 
this is where you're going to go. It's not even around the corner. It's the <laughs> next door down. Yeah. He's like, if you have a C-section, you'll go into this room. Otherwise, if you're going to have a natural birth, you'll go into this room. Which, of course, we're going for the natural birth. Can you turn the air back on? Like that. Yeah. Kinda warm. Thank you. Um, definitely going for the natural birth. There's mm-hmm. a giant tub in there. I mean, like a... Come nah, that's good. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, giant tub in there, um, bunch of room and stuff. So, yeah. be a nice spot for us to be able to go through the stuff that we need to go through. But mm-hmm. really, that's for the laboring. They want us to do most of the, you know, the yeah. pre laboring stuff at home. That's yeah, for which like for sure, that's the, the goal. Stuff. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, they allow you to eat mm-hmm. and drink which I didn't know was a thing that American hospitals really don't like yeah. you to do particularly. No, they don't. Um, but Especially if you're getting a, a C-section, they don't want you eating or drinking. That's basically it. So it's more of a preventative in case you need a C-section because they got to cut your abdominal muscles open. Yeah. Obviously, you're not cutting into your stomach, but it no. could mess with the other medical parts if you got a bunch of food in there. We decided Amanda's going to have a bunch of fettuccine Alfredo beforehand. <laughs> the office. Um, yeah, so, and plus, like, if you're eating and stuff, you're probably less likely to have a C-section anyways, just because you're going to have the strength to, yeah. like, persevere. How funny. <laughs> they're like, let's have you do the most challenging and exhausting thing in the world, and let's not give you any Energy. <laughs> to fuel your yourself while you're doing it like maybe they'll give you like those gatorade they protein say you squeezes. can have uh honey sticks oh honey sticks yeah honey those sticks are great for p- great source of getting energy into your body very quickly yeah those are fairly common uh but yeah so they have food here they're like food for you is included not for your husband i'll bring my own snacks um yeah so Probably but like the the room is very custom. tacos, <laughs> heat them up in the microwave. You know. He was like, as long as it doesn't smell that bad, you know. As long know. as it's not super pungent. Like, uh, oh, okay, yeah. I guess. But they have like a little, um, not a NICU, but they have like a baby section. Like if they need to go and evaluate the baby further, um, there's kind of like a nursery area where they can better look at the baby. Um, they have a recovery room that's massive. He's like, we got Wi-Fi, we got TV, Netflix, Netflix, yeah. Um, so it's pre- it's pretty chill. It's like what it's the only hospital in Playa that has a water tub for birth. So mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna tour another hospital. It's been just the highest recommended one. And you guys um, are thinking like water tub, like this is like a giant jacuzzi. jacuzzi. <laughs> it's I like mean, a hot tub, and it's probably four feet deep, five like feet deep. You can I mean, cr- like, yeah, I can sit on my butt and have it come up to my shoulders like yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty intense big. you gotta climb into it um which i don't know how that's gonna be if i'm uh make it work. having contractions but uh but yeah and they seemed pretty chill they you know it's 1500 bucks to use the facilities two days um yeah 48 hours uh they do all the like basic baby tests they do the vitamin k uh stuff they do um, the blood tests and just the hearing tests and all these things for the baby. Um, they're going to check the blood type, which is obviously we need in our situation because I'm negative mm-hmm. and Sean's positive. Uh, but yeah, I had a really good feeling about the hospital. It's pretty, pretty chill. Um, so yeah, we need to just go. They require a deposit, but we can fill out our paperwork then at that point. So I can just run straight in there. Yep. 
Oh, that's going to be good. Oh, that's going to be good. It's going to be good. So excited. Nice to see it and kind of get an idea of, you know, where we're going to be doing this. Yeah. And they said, like, they have a, a essential oil diffuser. diffuser. Mm-hmm. Um, we can bring, like, our own lights and pillows and, you know, kind of stuff like that and make it a little bit more relaxed. Um, I heard that they are pretty chill if you tell them that, like, hey, kind of let me, like, do my own thing. Like, don't be coming in and out of the room. That they're pretty flexible with that. So yep. they seem to be very accommodating. And speaking of being accommodating and all of that stuff, we had our second Lamaze class. Yep, our final one. Lamaze. Um, we'll talk a lot about the stuff that we learn next week because they gave us all this information in like a, an online booklet and stuff that mm-hmm. we can go over. And I learned a bunch of shit while we were there, especially the second time. I mean, yeah. glad they gave us some info because one of the things they're like, hey, when your baby comes out, don't expect it to breathe for the first minute. Like, yeah, that's like, totally normal. <laughs> if my baby came out and it wasn't breathing for the first minute, I'd be like, well, it's been at least 10 minutes. My baby's not okay. Like, what's going on here? They're like, yeah, it, it's super normal for it just to, you know, go through that process. And then they... Of like, realizing that I'm they're awake. not outside yet. So I would have thought my baby was, you know... Dead, yeah. Passed on, graduated. Yeah. Um, but... Lamaze class was great. Again, we'll talk about a lot of that stuff next week in more depth. But our doula had some choice things to say about our doctor. So I'll let Amanda discuss that. Yeah. It, she, so she forgot that we were going to Dr. Ivan or Ivan in uh, Spanish. Uh, and so she was like, oh, yeah, I kind of forgot. That kind of changes like. A lot of things. Um, so she kept saying like, oh, so your doula will do this. And I'm like, well, that's going to be you. And she was like, eh, it might not be me. Um, <laughs> Maybe. If you really want it to be me, I will be. But um, she's like, my. She was like. Shuggles, that's it. Nope, that's not what she was like. Sorry. What do you want to eat? You can keep going. Okay. She was like. Shoot. Then, uh, <laughs> Shoot. Uh, let me let, let me give y'all a little bit. Let yeah. me give y'all a little bit of info about so, why it might not be me. Yeah. So I mean, she used to work with Dr. Ivan. They used to do like a bunch of classes together. She said she hasn't worked with him in a year. So I'm a little conflicted because a lot of people that I talked to that delivered babies with him said how chill and like, oh yeah, like he as a doctor is gonna recommend the medical things in his opinion, but if you say, hey, I don't want to do that, then he's very respectful of your decision. And that was not necessarily the same vibe that I got from uh, Malin, the doula. She's like, he is an OB, so expect him to do OB things. And, um, you know, make sure that you are very adamant about the things that you want on your birth plan. She's like, obviously the help of a doula, that's what we're there for. She's like, but kind of my um, my fiery personality doesn't necessarily get along with your doctor. Um, so I want you to meet another doula who's worked with him who maybe is a little bit more chill to him. She's like, I'm very quick basically to be like, shh, shut, 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 shut your mouth, shut your mouth to Dr. I. Amanda wants this. Fucking do it. <laughs> Which, I mean, I like. Um yeah. It's so funny because she's like four feet tall. Yeah, she's so short. 
but yeah, so we'll meet with another <laughs> another doula, and we'll see how that goes. But I think she is going to be doing more than Doctor Ivan's going to be doing. Yeah, they really just come in at the end when you're actually pushing the baby out. So, I mean, are you saying? The doctor Do- Yeah, Dr. Okay, Ivan. I was like, the doula's in there. No, the doula is going to be with us the whole time. From yeah. six centimeters on, essentially, is when their contract starts. So. so, really, I think it's more important for her to be there than him. Um, so, you know. Yeah. So, I have a couple questions I have to ask Dr. Ivan. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually go to see him on Tuesday. Yep. Yeah, speaking of Dr. Ivan, we have our next appointment coming up. I'm going to send Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So. Tomorrow is Revolution Day in Mexico. So uh, Monday, we cannot see him tomorrow. It's now Tuesday. Nope. But hopefully, speaking of who we can see, is our son. <laughs> that motherfucker. <laughs> really like to see this fucking guy. I mean, what do you look like? I need yeah, to know. He's just like always all covered up. Maybe his hands and stuff are not so much in front of us. I'm assuming now that his head is much lower. Um. In position that the placenta and everything may not be in front of his face and stuff anymore. It was the cord. The cord that was in front of his face. Yes, last time. it was the umbilical cord, Just and his hands and his feet. Hiding <laughs> little self, yeah. So hopefully, because you're feeling all those shots to your ribs, ribs and stuff now. like that, hopefully Gosh. his feet are up away from. And just make sure you do some. We got. We have to blow up that ball. We do have to blow up the ball. Yeah, you should be sitting on that more often. Good on my hips because my hips be aching. <clears throat> yep. So. Yeah, hopefully we can get, you know, some some cool pictures and stuff um, of him and just see him a little bit more, maybe, because I don't know that nigga. Um, <laughs> haven't seen him yet, but uh, before we got into this, we're pregnant book um, for week 33 to see how accurate things are. We did meet up with a couple that Amanda had been talking to, the, the woman, another pregnant mm-hmm. girl, um, for lunch today kind of a brunch. brunch kind of a brunch thing um and that was really cool yeah uh okay take it away <clears throat> she's uh so i'm 34 for those of you who actually think i'm 47 34 <laughs> get out of here <laughs> um, not nearly old enough for me <laughs> okay weirdo no uh she's she's 33 and um she is also married to a younger man he is 31. We're both 31. I mean, yeah, I know. Um, so just kind of like, you know, first kid in your 30s. Um, they like to travel a lot. Um, they lived in Columbia briefly. Uh, well, she lived there for like a couple years off and on. Um, but just like very, tra- they're from the States. So. Yep. She's from yeah. Georgia. He's from Florida. Mm-hmm. They're a mixed couple. Yep. She is mixed. Yep. And. Yeah, just super, super cool. Um, very chill people. She's like five weeks behind Amanda in her yeah. pregnancy, so very yeah. close in that type of thing. We're losing our friends, not like soon, but our friends that we came down here with, that we yeah. essentially drove down with. Um, they'll be moving back to the States and then moving over to Thailand. So we'll need to replace them. Yep. And these seem like prime prime candidates, yep. plus a little bit more in common with them as far as like the stages that we're at in our lives. Natalie and Daniel are a little bit older than us, which is not a problem at all. Of course, we have older friends, but yeah. these people are just 
literally the same age and they're also going through the exact same thing pregnancy at right the now. exact same time <laughs> so so uh yeah pretty pretty cool i'm was super excited i've been talking with her for a couple of months on facebook but we've just been doing so much traveling we haven't been able to hang out so i'm glad that she kept read she didn't lose faith in me yeah, <laughs> she's like this bitch doesn't actually want to hang out with <laughs> me go Keep asking her to hang out. She won't hang out. I know, and I was like, oh, it's no, I got to meet new people. Then we, we went there. And I'm like, oh, I love them so much. So, yeah. so definitely hang out with them yeah. more. It'll probably be a little easier to hang out with them because of where they're at in their lives and where we're at. Just like, you know. Let's just bring the babies and have them sit next to each other and we can just talk about how tired we are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah you know, exactly. So <laughs> have a drink. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, it's exciting because one, we talked about this, when you're older, it's so much harder to make friends. It's just weird to like reach out to people and be like, hey, want to be friends? Facebook is good about that because I send messages to people all the time, but it's like an yeah. actually. It's way easier for chicks to become yeah, friends. Totally. Like as dudes, you're like, hey, bro, looks like you got some pretty cool uh, pictures on Facebook. Um want to grab a drink or something? <laughs> <laughs> I have a wife. Uh, I see that you have somebody in your life too, so it's just as friends. Um, <laughs> I'm not trying to do you, but... Yeah, uh, it's, just, it's weird to... <laughs> I, I see you like to work out. You want to work out together? Ah, you're like, what the fuck do I say? So chicks are just like, oh my God, the fucking... They're having a baby. I'm also having a baby. Like, we should become friends or yep. whatever essentially. they talk about. That's essentially it. So you're just by osmosis. You're like, well, hope this dude's not a fucking square that they were both cool. She's with. Yeah. And yeah, luckily they're both very cool people. Um, and again, very similar to us as far as traveling and, you know, all that stuff. So we'll hang out with them more. They have a dog. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Who yeah. also sounds like she is uh, a personality similar to Nina. In yeah. Her sounds like days. a younger you, <laughs> Nina. Not putting up with no shit. Yep. Female dog. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how. See how that goes, but we'll definitely hang out with them more. And again, they signed a year at lease about around the same time we signed our year lease. So they'll be yeah. out here yeah. as, as long as we are. So that's cool. Um, exciting stuff. All right, I got to take my hand from petting you and I have to read this book. Okay, you just leave your head right there. All right, anything else about that? Uh, no. Cool. Well, let's get into <coughs> We're Pregnant. The dad's first time handbooks. Week 33, flexible skull. Hey, we just learned about this. Yep. I mean, crazy how the things that are happening we're also actually learning about at this time. So your baby is gaining about a half pound a week. What did what did you say? It could grow another inch this week or yeah. Yeah. They said it was as big as like a flipper. <laughs> What it is? Last week was a paddle board. Yeah, I know. Nina. Not a paddle board? Uh, not a paddle board. A, a, pa- a pickleball. Pickleball yeah, paddle. Yeah, like a paddle Jesus board. Christ. Jesus Christ. You have 16 <laughs> feet of human inside you. I got um, one of the words right. And you're like, shoot. Get it out of me. Yeah, so you have a paddle board inside of her. Um, oh, bless you, you, bless you. So your baby is about a half pound a week and is doing a lot of preparation for life outside the womb. The consistent intake of amniotic fluid is preparing its digestive system for feeding. The skull isn't fully fused yet, which is a really good thing because in 
Lamaze class, we saw some different variations of what your baby's head might look like when it came out. Mm -hmm. Some of them were very unfortunate looking, but it's supposed to do that and then fuse back together. Yep. So that's, that's crazy. Um, there's a reason for this. The baby will need this flexibility in order to get through the birth canal. And uh, the area in which the skull isn't fully fused is known as the fontanel, but it is more commonly referred to as the soft spot. Mom is in the final stretches of what's been a long journey. She is tired, a little tired, yeah. uncomfortable, definitely yeah. getting more uncomfortable, and can't stop talking about getting this baby out of her belly. And she talks a little bit more about having a drink. Um, <laughs> she's hungry all the time. Are you hungry all the time? No, I feel very full. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that does make sense with how small your stomach is and stuff. Like, you shouldn't be hungry all the time. Um, but has trouble eating because of the heartburn and discomfort. Still no heartburn, still right? Still no heartburn. Hmm. Get your facts, buddy. While labor and childbirth are still a few weeks away, I would say that, it's important that mom familiarize herself with the difference between urine leakage and amniotic fluid leakage. Okay. Urine is most often yellow. You probably knew this. And has a faint or pungent smell of ammonia. While amniotic fluid is pale and clear and has a sweeter smell. I've only been privy to encountering amniotic fluid once. And it was late at night when me and my wife were doing it. And she squirted on me. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my God, I was like, what? <laughs> no. Um, I've only been privy to amniotic fluids once. And it was late at night during our second pregnancy with Charlie. My wife's water had broke in bed. And while it didn't wake me up at first, my, my wife's punching me in the back did. <laughs> she told me that it almost made the sound of a water balloon popping softly. Uh, she was never sure if it actually made that sound that I could hear if it was, you know, something inside of her own body. I'm always concerned about that. Like, I used to not think people. I went through a phase where I thought people could hear my loud stomach grumbling. And then I was like, no, there's no way they can hear this. And then very <laughs> obviously found out that they could hear it. <laughs> um, oh, so I've definitely heard it sound. It makes like a popping sound. Yeah. Okay, so that's when I flew into panic mode, but I'll save that for a bit later. So, baby stats. Baby is gaining about a half pound a week. Baby is likely in head down position and dropping into lower pelvis, which is why yes. got to do that moving around stuff. Baby's skull isn't fully fused yet as it needs the flexibility to pass through the birth canal. So, your stats. The top of mom's uterus is about five inches above her pubic bones right now. And her belly is round and large. Yes. Definitely is, yes. She may be carrying the baby lower. I feel like you've been carrying the baby pretty yeah, low. Yeah, he's been pretty low this whole time. She's most likely tired and irritable, mainly because of this discomfort, which is normal from now until birth. Say so you've been going through some emotional things lately. Yeah. Um, she's most likely not sleeping well. Not true. I'm still sleeping fairly good. Yeah. I just wake up early now. Yep. Uh, so let's see. I'm supposed to make her something easy to eat, so like chicken wings or I don't know. It might be tough for mom to stomach a lot of meals, whether because of nausea or smell. Nope. Not having any issues. Fucking all sorts of shit up. In order to combat this, I came up with a protein smoothie that gave my wife the nutrition that both she and the baby needed. Our fruit smoothies. 
And then plan ahead. Tour the hospital or birthing center. Holy shit, we just did that. My wife and I toured each of the hospitals that she gave birth in. Almost all the hospitals and birthing centers offer parents the opportunity to come in and walk through the labor and delivery units and postpartum recovery rooms. You can become familiar with the sights and sounds of the hospital, and it's definitely not a bad idea to do a dry run. This helps you get an idea of where the emergency room is, where to park, whether you need to stop and grab a parking ticket instead of gunning it through the guard's gates like a wild first-time dad on a rampage, and what constitutes in general layout of the facility and its rules and processes so you can share that information with your family, in-laws, and friends. Luckily, we don't have to do that with anybody. Nope. So, that's about it. This is conversation starters. Discuss who you want at the hospital in the delivery room. Not a problem. I mean, my parents might be here, but... Uh, <laughs> Maybe. Your mom will be. Yeah. Well, unless uh, I have the baby early. Yeah. I mean, that's that's basically it. Um, yeah. I've been feeling him a lot more in my in my ribs the last week. Do they said we can have one person in the room? Like, I can be in the room as far as, like, our <coughs> room. What, chewing on your hand? Nina. Hey. Not doing that. Uh, yeah. Well, they said you can. I can have you and the doula gotcha. in there. So mom's just gotta chill at the house, Nina. She's gonna be watching Nina because we're probably gonna have to yeah, stay overnight. Um, so I think we should get into something we haven't done in just a little while, and that's interest. Highs and lows. Nice. Would you like me to start? Would you like to start? Um, oh, I'll start. Okay. <clears throat> Oops, sorry. I keep elbowing Patrick. Um, let's see. Lows. Um, I'd say I have been... Last week I was just very emotional in general. Um, you know, there's just a... A couple things like um, got some a little bit of family stuff, and then uh, I haven't been as successful in the business, and I've been focusing a lot on the back end things, so not necessarily doing income producing activities, which made me feel kind of bad about myself and <laughs> not carrying my my weight. Um, so, and then plus just being fearful about birth in general. My hormones are all over the place, so I cried almost. Like every day last week, I haven't cried at all this past week, so that's good. Uh, seventh grade, good cry never hurt. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, you know, I don't know. Everyone just needs to cry sometimes. Um, but on the flip side, I am enjoying doing all this tech stuff. I think it's super cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm learning a lot, um, and I'm very thankful that I'm still sleeping through the night. Uh, so that makes me happy. I know that I have a really good support system. So uh, lots of things are going our way. They just are going to take time. Um, but I'm very hopeful and excited. And Coming together slowly coming but together. surely. Come together. I know. So I would... I guess I can add to my low that hopefully Nina's mouth isn't fucked up, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. We'll see what they say. Cleaning and you'll be good. Yeah. 
Okay. So my highs and lows, I guess I could start with my low because nobody wants to end on a low. Right. Uh, excuse me. So I talked to a really nice guy this week um, who was just in a really shitty position. It's a 69-year-old dude that had a, uh, a term policy for $500,000 that was going to be ending like the middle of next year. He had stage four liver or kidney disease, which, you know, he could go at any time or he could not. And fortunately, he had like a $2,800 mortgage payment with his wife and didn't have any other coverage in place. And uh, that term was going to end. And then they would offer him to keep the coverage at $2,600 a month. Um which he's like, there's no way I'm doing this. So I had a long conversation with him about what his options were, getting something, final expense in place to like make sure, hey, guarantee that your wife is going to have some money just to really make sure you don't lose the house because it's all about making those mortgage payments until they can be in a good, she can be in a good situation to actually sell the house and get the, get the equity out of it because they had like $305,000 in equity, mm, which nice. is, I mean, that's your life insurance policy yeah, right there. Sure. But... You know, he, he got it and he totally understood, but I just, I don't think that he's going to end up doing it and which he definitely should because there's only one company that'll give him coverage, immediate coverage with stage four kidney disease. That's crazy. Um, but it's just, it sucks because he's in a really tough spot and you know, he's going to end up most likely leaving his wife nothing. Um, so hopefully she doesn't end up losing the home and stuff, but talk to like talk to people like that all the time it's just shitty to hear people in those type of situations yeah um, which is why we do what we do trying to educate people as early on as possible so at the worst their families are taken care of to some extent um, when that time comes and on a high notes the Lamaze class was for sure extremely informational I thought that was very very helpful for with where we're at just some more tangible real information um learned a bunch of things that we didn't know uh so that was really awesome looking forward to kind of re going through that information mm -hmm. and then also on top of that been getting much more into learning about the infinite banking stuff and how we can use a lot utilize it for ourselves. gonna pay off my fucking student loans here which is a weight that's been you know carrying with you for a while now um but just a lot of cool things on the horizon. So looking forward to all of that stuff. And I absolutely love learning new shit. So yep. that's really cool. Now it's time for... <laughs> From the entire Channel 4 News team, I'm Veronica Corningstone. And, and I'm, I'm Sean Ron Burgundy. Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. I'm having this tailbone burning sensation because I've been sitting. Yeah, too long. All right, well... <laughs> fly through that. Uh, fly through that in the news, and I'll hit you with these quick '90s questions, and we'll get up out of here. Okay. So my topic. Sorry, I'm gonna kind of lean forward. Hopefully, this table doesn't tip over. Um, <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> my topic is on red raspberry leaf tea. Um. Yeah. So here we go. All right. So a lot of women use it um, in the third trimester to help prepare the uterus for labor. Um, I will say that there's like really no medical study that's found like hardcore 
benefits or negatives to this? Is this kind of like, yeah, we have some data, but it's like not super like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Concrete. Um. Yeah. This, yeah, like not enough to really make a formal claim about the benefits, but there's been some like lack studies that show that there are some good things about it, but it's just not enough uh, concrete evidence to be like, yes, we at the ACOG recommend this or whatever. So it's not cut and dry. You're just like, mm, it's a little gray yeah, area yeah, here. Yeah, you know. So um, it's it's really commonly used along midwives. Um, so you're going to hear recommended more in the midwife community than you are in the OB community, just because they tend to be more holistic, natural homeopath type people. Um, but it's, but what it does essentially is it strengthens and tones the uterus, which helps you have organized contractions. So it can help with um, just, yeah, like the organized contractions, like I said, but just kind of, uh, can not necessarily decrease the pain, but just kind of helps your body and the uterus itself just work more in line and naturally with your, the rest of your body to, to kind of just make sure it's easier process. Um, it can decrease the risk of hemorrhage after birth. So that's, you know, if you're having a lot of blood loss, you tend to have less of that if you're drinking red raspberry leaf tea. And it can help shorten the second stage of labor by 10 minutes on average. Wow. Um, so the small research that was done uh, said that the tea helped lower artificial ruptures of membranes. It had a lower use of C-sections for people who drank the red raspberry leaf tea. And a lower use of forceps or vacuum by 11% for women who actually drank the tea. So there's a lot of uh, misconception that it will help you go into labor. Like a lot of people use it as labor induction, but that's actually not, there's no claims to that at all. That's not true. It just helps your body work a little bit better once you're already in the phase, but it doesn't make that phase happen any sooner. So um, <laughs> Nina's just stomping okay. around over here. She wants... Sean's attention. I'm I'm consistently (laughs) petting you. What what else can I do? So a couple things. um, It's recommended not to start red raspberry leaf tea before 32 weeks. They say you can start at one cup per day around 32, 33 weeks. And then you can increase it up to three cups per day the closer you get to your due date. So with that being said... Um, it's not recommended in the first trimester just because it could cause some contractions in the first trimester and that may or may not lead to uh, miscarriage. Mm. So I actually drank it to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. So they say it's really it's a really good like fertility drink. So you can drink it to get pregnant. But once you become pregnant to stop drinking it on the and then start it again at 32 weeks. That's interesting. Yeah. So they also say if you're being induced or if you're having a scheduled C-section, do not drink the tea because that's kind of counter. I mean, you're not going to go through the labor process. Um, So it could potentially do more harm than good if you're shrinking. You don't need those parts of your body, you know. Uh, (laughs) And also... 
if you have gestational diabetes, it's not recommended to drink the tea um, because it could decrease your insulin response. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I would definitely ask your doctor, midwife, doula's permission, or you know, there's no harm um, if you're doing it in this time frame, unless you ha- unless you're high risk and you're going through those things, then definitely ask. I would say ask for permission first. Um, so that way you're not kind of fucking shit up. But otherwise, if you're low risk, um, there's no there's no harm to doing it. So I'm just starting. I had my first glass last night because it got delivered. And then I had some really crazy cramping this morning. <laughs> Is there a... <laughs> may uh, or may not be related. I'm not sure. I woke up at like 6.15 this morning on my back. And I was like trying to roll over to my left side and it was like this sharp pain at the very top like the top crease of where my now stomach and my boobs meet together essentially um oh gosh and I was like I was breathing like I thought I was gonna wake you up with my breathing because I was definitely doing like that from the sternum (laughs) and then uh like a minute went by and then it just released and I was able to roll over just fine. So I don't know what the fuck that was. It may or may not be related. I'll try the tea again tonight. Um, but yeah, I thought that was funny. It was almost like he was pinching something that like shot hmm. a pain up. And then like he just rolled off of it and the pain went away. He's like, mommy, you awake? Because yeah, he, de- he was. like you're awake. Okay. He <laughs> was moving around at that point too. But I always feel him on the, other, on the right side of my feel his movements on the right side and this pain was on the top left which is not normally where i feel him so i don't know if it's been related but i'll keep tabs on it and let you guys know next week so how's that sound nina sound good okay <laughs> i'm gonna have to stop petting you okay nina, come here go come see mommy i'll pet you go see mommy you do here you go okay. oh, oh she's shaking yeah i know are <laughs> you so excited i think she is are you ready for nina Bam, 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 high five, yes, yeah. mm, 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 you can turn that air off now. Okay. Actually, a little cool. <laughs> Thank you. It's time for I Love the 90s, Nina. This is where your mom shines. Or not so much. <laughs> shines as bright as there's, old bronze. <laughs> there's there's two questions in here that are multi-choice, so your okay. chance of getting them is quite a bit higher than mm-hmm. you know just pulling something out of thin air. So, I've got the two Incorrect and congratulations. Ready? Okay. First question. This one's going to be hard for you. What was the 1990s show Angel about? Angel? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I know Seventh Heaven. <laughs> Not exactly. It was uh, <laughs> it was closer to more of an action type show, maybe a action um, suspense kind of I don't sci-fi know. type of thing. Mm-hmm. No, <clears throat> never heard of it. No guess. 
All right. But that's wrong. <laughs> Incorrect. I'm going to guess something like, that's so Raven, like some sitcom <laughs> nope. black people. I don't know. Angel was a spinoff of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It was her like dude in the entire show that has his own show. It's about a vampire who essentially turned good and was hunting and killing vampires. Yep, I'm sure you've okay. seen it. Yeah. Okay. I think I remember that. I'm sure you do. Yeah, interesting. Wow, that went way back. Yep. So, next one. That's 0 for 1, 0 for 1. You got it. Here we go. What year was Family Guy released? Oh, God. I don't know if I actually know the answer. I, put I was here. never allowed okay. to watch this. Here we go. Oh. So it's 96, 97, 98, or 99. Um, ooh, that's tough. 97? Nope. But that's wrong. Incorrect. That's a tough one. 99. 99. I, uh, you know, my family, I was not allowed to watch any South Park. Yeah, that's not surprising at all. Simpsons or anything like that. So I didn't get into those types of shows until my 20s when I had freedom to watch whatever I wanted. <laughs> well, with that being said, third question is, what year was one of my favorite shows, South, South Park, Park, released? 96, 97, 98, or 99? I feel like that one's been around a little bit longer, but maybe not much. So I'm going to guess actually. It's been around a little longer than Family Guy. So it's not 99. Yeah. I'm going to guess 97 on that one. 96? <laughs> 97 was the correct answer. Oh, Don't doubt perfect. yourself. Okay. Whew. One for three, Nina. Here we go. I'll, I'll be a little sad if she misses this last one. Well, don't set your hopes high. To finish us out, Trying to Parent Podcast, episode 50, question number four. I love the 90s. Who won the Super Bowl the year you were born? 1989. Oh, God. Let's think. Who was popular around then? Not popular. Who was good around then? The Cowboys. <laughs> it was at the early 90s. I was like 93 to 90. Oh, oh, the Bears. The 89 Bears. No, that was the 87 Bears. <laughs> You're fishing. I don't hear any right answers yet, Nina. <laughs> Who else was good? The in Niners. The... I don't know why I didn't think of that first because my brother was obsessed with the Niners and they yep. were obviously doing really good. thought this good. was an easy, yeah, an easy win Christ. there, Nina. Yeah, sorry. Um, growing up, my oldest brother had all Niners things and then my middle brother had all Cowboys things. And I kept thinking, and I had a bunch of bears, like, like um, no, I mean, bears. Not, not bears, 
bowls. The bowls. I had a lot of bowls things. Um, and then my parents had a Chicago Bears room. I was going to say, the bear. David a fan of the Bears and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I had a lot of uh, bowls things as well. Um, yeah, dude. I got... I can't believe I didn't think of that first, but I remembered. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll give it to you. I mean, you. It was that that was Jerry Rice and Steve Young, so at least I know, know uh, a little bit. I you guess. did all right, kid. You did all right. <laughs> Redeeming myself. All right. Well, this has been episode fifty of the Trying to Parent podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in. As always, love you. Love you too, baby. Catch you guys next week with Flizz. some yeah. Catch you on the uh, next week. <laughs> we up out of here. Peace.